Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Smart TV. This is our big bumper Christmas episode, part one. We hope you're enjoying your Christmas holidays thus far and we're here to tell you what to watch on the box. Caroline, who I'm joined by in the studio, <laughs> live, sorry, I forgot to Afterthought, <laughs> hello, I'm your afterthought. Hello Caroline, Merry Christmas. Yes. Um, how does it feel to have the bumper issue that you worked so hard on in your hands. Can you hear that? That is the flutter of 290, count them, pages. And I don't know if you can hear this thud. That is the (laughs) weight of basically Vogue. I mean, it's stunning. I think we heard last week that this is the biggest... Christmas double issue ever in terms of pages, content, well, everything, pictures. I mean, mm. as you're right, I feel quite emotional. I have been working on it for not just weeks, but months, really. But it's not just me. It's a huge jigsaw puzzle in this building. You've got the planning department, the pictures department, the writers, the commissioners, people who make the decisions. And then there's me. <laughs> um, but it's it's a big jigsaw puzzle. And you don't see all of those pieces come together until here it is in our hands. And uh, it's just very special. I mean, I think I told you about a friend of mine who sent me a picture and he'd bought this year's edition and then he sent me another picture and I said, hang on a minute, what's all that? And he said, that's 35 years worth of Christmas double issues. So it makes you realise how special, how important, how crucial it is to lots of people at this time of year. So I'm very, very proud to be part of it. And it is an incredible privilege to be sitting here talking about it as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge legacy, isn't it, that Radio Times have. Look, Christmas is overwhelming. There's a lot of content out there. How are we going to navigate the Christmas days? How, what should we be watching on those special, oh. special days? I mean, it is. It's overwhelming. Look, just flicking through so many programmes and they're they're all the best of their type because they save up their goodies Mm. for this time of year. I suggest, if you're going to be very organised with your highlighter, breaking it down into something of a three-act play. So... Christmas Eve, we will start with some music. I think that there does seem to be a bit of a theme on Christmas Eve with music, which is, I guess, the traditional aspect of it. This is funny. So on ITV1, we've got Royal Carols, 
together at Christmas because, of course, we know that that's what the royal family pride themselves on is their togetherness. togetherness. So we have got the Princess of Wales, as she is now known, um, leading the charge, probably going to be tickling the ivories. Meanwhile, over on BBC Two, a little bit earlier in the evening, the hills are alive with the Canet Masons. So I guess they kind of are our Von Trapps. Mm-hmm. They're the nearest we've got. Yeah. And they are walking in that famous family's footsteps over to Salzburg and bringing us a musical extravaganza. So Goodness. really, I can't think of another family, possibly the Osmonds, who would qualify to be yes. able to do such a thing. I mean, you normally get these celebs who kind of go off and you think, hang on a minute, you haven't earned that. This family have. So I highly recommend that. And if you like something more traditional, we've got Carols from Kings, uh, 640 on BBC Two as well. So immediately after the Canet Masons, bit of a double bill. And I mean, there's nothing more just guaranteed to get you into the Christmas spirit on the Christmas mm. Eve than when the old cracking the nuts, in <laughs> some people's cases, a chocolate orange that you've promised to save for Christmas Day gets accidentally opened and you stick on the carols. So. Just recap for me, Caroline, where can we catch all of those programmes? So we kick off on BBC Two at 5.40 with The Hills Are Alive and then we follow straight through to Carols from Kings, also on BBC Two at 6.40 and then switch straight over to a Royal Carols for their togetherness at 7.45 on ITV1. Brilliant. OK, so now we yes. get to the big day. The big day. Do you think that the best telly is saved for Christmas Day or do you think fewer people are watching? I think that we go into it with a different spirit. Mm-hmm. I think we have a we, we bring our own energy to Christmas Day viewing. It's when families do sit together and the rest of the year, you can't argue with the quality. I'm sure we'll talk about the best of the year in a future episode. But, I mean, nobody's going to say anything's better than Succession or Happy Valley or those big mm. budget dramas, The Crown. But we're not really turning on the TV for that on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. We're turning it on to keep everyone happy and to have something on to kind of crack some nuts and eat some chockies in front of. I exactly. think it's a different energy. And I think the programmes this year do provide that thing that we need and value so much. Yeah. Okay, talk me through the big day. What not to miss? Oh, goodness. Well, for the Whovians, this is Mm. Christmas come on Christmas Day because this (laughs) is the arrival of... Shuti Gatwa as the brand new Doctor in the TARDIS. Hasn't Russell T. Davis done an absolute brilliant uh, job? Well, we know, I mean, he was credited with bringing Doctor Who back Mm. for the modern age, Mm. what now, almost 20 years ago with David Tennant, who is still, I think, considered the favourite modern Doctor. Mm. However, I think he might have a battle on his hands for people's hearts and minds once Shuti really does become established. He Mm. seems like the man of this generation. It's the right fit, isn't it? And Russell T. Davis is so proud of him. And so between them, I just think it's in very safe hands. Do you know what? I stopped watching Doctor Who when Matt Smith came on the scene. Probably a little bit preemptively for everyone else. I think many people... So you were with David Tennant? I was with David Tennant and I just didn't buy into Matt Smith, unfortunately. Sorry if you're listening, Matt. But I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to come mm. back for Shooty and see if see if it grabs me. There's something about the energy mm. of this chapter yeah. and they've teased us. It's been around for so long. Mm. Finally, we're going to see what's going on. Yeah, so wh- when is that on? So that's on at 5.55 on BBC One on Christmas Day. I mean, that's the proper blue ribband mm. flagship yeah. slot, isn't it? That's so a big one. That's a huge amount of investment and confidence 
on the part of the BBC as well. So I really hope it pays off for them. So, yes. So, I mean, if you haven't turned on your TV by then, which will be very strange and unusual because, of course, you'll have missed the King's Speech. But definitely do turn on just in time for Doctor Who at 5.55. And then, what else can I tell you? Uh, some sidebar attractions, should we okay, say? Yes. 1.15pm, Matthew Bourne's Sleeping Beauty. Oh. It's become a Christmas tradition. Yeah. So he's very interesting. He is in our bumper double issue. And he says, when he started out, do you remember when he did the all-male Swan Lake? And it was seen as so revolutionary and really quite controversial. Mm. And now, of course, it's like family viewing. He yes. actually credits Strictly Come Dancing for making it real making it completely non-controversial, acceptable, primetime, mainstream family fair. So, but I think he did lead the charge mm. and uh, he's continued on. He's very, very creative still. He keeps going. He said he keeps setting the bar ever higher for himself. Yeah. So he's bringing us Sleeping Beauty this year. So that's pretty special. I mean, I could tell you, you know, there's loads of the usual business. Mm. There's a bit of Michael McIntyre. Right. There's the Strictly Come Dancing special. There's the EastEnders Who Done It. The big narrative arc finally yes. lands, thank goodness. <laughs> and the ghosts sign off. Oh, yes, of course. And, and that will be the last ever episode. Ever, ever. So we've got Doctor Who arriving and we have ghosts Leaving. departing. Mm. Um, and somebody is departing on Christmas Day as well at oh, Albert dear. Square. Oh, dear. So, um, yeah, <laughs> as event, always. Eventful, eventful, shall we say. Okay. Anything else, Caroline? I do need to tell you about the new Agatha Christie. Okay. So this has become, again, a little bit of an annual tradition, although mm. it's, it's not been around as frequently as you might expect from the hype that it gets. This is a goodie. So this is not a Poirot, not a Marple. This is something completely different. This is Murder is Easy. Starts on 27th of December, 9pm BBC One, finishes the following night. And the lead hero is Luke Fitzwilliam, played by David Johnson, who you might know from... Industry, Industry, yes. Okay. Star Mm. on the Rise, Mm. British independent film nominated for Rye Lane, a a rom-com. Yes, which I'm going to come on to talk about in a moment. Oh, there we go. Beautiful, beautiful segue. Look at that segue. He's the protagonist. He does a dashing job Mm. and he meets um, a character played by Penelope Wilton, lovely, on a train and she tells him that... uh, you know, crimes, murders, they are occurring and he is motivated to go investigate. But because Mm. they've changed the story from the book and he is a man of Nigerian background, Mm -hmm. he's much more of an outsider than he would have been otherwise. They've moved the the story to 1954, I think, mid-50s, from when it was written in the 30s. So you've got sort of Britain post-war on the change. There are a few bubbling themes underneath that make it quite a serious watch, but you've got this cracking mystery and the production values are beautiful, sunlit, dappled. I mean, it makes you want to move to an English village, even though we know they don't really look like that anymore. So that's Agatha Christie's Murder is Easy on the 27th and 28th. Okay, and tell me... What will you be watching on Christmas Day? Ah, uh, I've already circled it. Carolina Hearn, Queen of Comedy. This is quite later on in the evening, BBC Two. This is a really personal, not mawkish, but clearly very heartfelt tribute to the Queen of Comedy by her nearest and dearest. People like Steve Coogan lining up to say that without Carolina Hearn's royal family, there wouldn't have been Alan Partridge. We we can trace a line to kind of mockumentary comedy. Mm. The thing, the likes of The Office, you know, the, uh, This yeah. Country, all of these titles that have done so well. She really did create that kind of comedy and it was her confidence and her colleagues talk about her 
she created Mrs Merton. The most moving part of that doc is hearing from Craig Cash, who co-wrote with her and also went on to appear in The Royal Family with her. And he hasn't really wanted to talk about her in all these years because it's still so, so recent and so heartbreaking for him that she's gone. But this way, her legacy is once again celebrated and remains secure. So that's my personal recommendation for Christmas Day. And if you haven't had enough high art and culture, you've got Mad About the Boy, all about Noel Coward. And that's on Boxing Day on BBC Two as well. So I think, I mean, it's a somewhat overused something for everyone. I'm using it anyway. (laughs) I shall continue to overuse it. And what films? People always ask about films yes, at Christmas. Well, Caroline, Anything? There is so much on telly okay. this week. I uh, don't think I need to uh, explain what all of them are. I'll, I'll pick out some highlights. But something that is worth mentioning right at the top is you recommended a film that you'd seen in the cinema <gasps> a few weeks ago. So this film is Maestro. It's on Netflix. It's available now. Hang on. You mean I didn't need to go to the cinema? You didn't need to go oh. to the cinema, Caroline. But what you've done is you... When you wet everyone's appetites. Now they can watch it from their homes during Christmas. So for those who don't remember, brief recap, it is the film starring Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan about the American composer Leonard Bernstein. And I haven't seen it yet, but I was going to go to cinema. Now I'm going to watch it over Christmas because it looks incredible. I mean, Radio Times gave it five stars. Mm-hmm. Most of mm-hmm. the outlets I've seen have been five stars yeah. and the reviews have been excellent. What, a, what about it made it, makes that, it so good? Well, everybody has been really trumpeting Kerry Mulligan's performance, but I have to say Bradley Cooper is just a revelation. Mm, there was all this fantastic. hoo-ha about him playing a Jewish mm. personality as a non-Jewish actor, but Bernstein's family have been quick to support him and say he worked with us and this is as definitive a portrait of our father, our loved one, as is possible to imagine. And I'm willing to believe them. I mean, obviously, Mm. I don't know, but we take their word for it. He is just a compelling, charismatic presence. I mean, it's, it's a charismatic person playing another charismatic person. So his energy just pulsates on the screen. The story is very, very interesting for such a defining character, culturally uh, complicated, Mm. all of those things that you'd want from a really meaty tale. And there's this great music just, just pounding through it. Some of it doesn't even get mentioned. I mean, he wrote West Side Story, but they barely have time to even attend to that because there's so much else going on. So I just loved it. I found the relationship compelling, moving, And I had a lot of sympathy for somebody who probably in real life was a little bit more exhausting and Mm. perhaps, um, as I say, challenging, demanding to deal with. But you came away loving him and wanting to know a lot more about him and what more can a film do. Five stars. Five stars. You heard it here first. So that's Maestro. It will be available now. Any sidebar attractions? Yes, yeah, so something that I think was actually massively overlooked, and we mentioned the star actor earlier, this is Rye Lane. It's on Disney+. Plus. So this is a sparky British rom-com, and it is about 220-somethings. It's set in South London, and they meet in a unisex bathroom, and they bond over their failed love endeavours, um, and, you know, the rest, I'm sure. What else is there to talk about <laughs> yeah, when you're it? 25 in a unisex bathroom? Exactly. Um, but it's tender, it's brilliant, and I think it's one, again, that I say was massively overlooked and worth returning to. Who doesn't love a rom-com at Christmas? And there's a London girl. I know know you like a (laughs) rom-com. Exactly. So that is Rylane. It's available on Disney+. Plus. 
arguably, this next recommendation is the film of the year. It's been nominated for lots of Golden Globes and was a billion-dollar grossing film. This is Greta Gerwig's Barbie, which you can rent or buy on Amazon Prime now. I don't need to tell you anything more than that. This is obviously Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling at their finest. I thought it was brilliant. Lots of people, I think, disagree. But what I think people can't disagree with is how it has very much been a cultural revolution on that front. Mm. You know, it's really turned heads. It's made a space for itself in a in a market often dominated by men. Um, and it's it stood out. So I think come for the brilliant film, but stay for the music. Which oh, is yes, something I've heard that about is, this soundtrack, yeah. this record-breaking soundtrack. It's is brilliant. It, does it fit? It does. And you see some really big names. You know, it's got Dua Lipa in. There's a Billie Eilish song. You know, mm. Greta Gerwig has reached out to everyone in her contact book and they have delivered. And Ryan Gosling's lead kind mm. of musical number is just fantastic. I really, really hope he's uh, treated well this award season. Oh, OK. Mm. Good. So for those who don't want to watch anything on streaming, we've got some quick terrestrial picks. So uh, Die Hard, is that a Christmas film, Caroline? Well, Bruce Willis says no. Everyone else appears <laughs> yes. to say yes. So pick your hero. Uh, that will be on the 23rd on Channel 4 at 9pm. Then we've got The Grinch, the animation, uh, 2018 version on Christmas Eve, ITV1 at 2.40pm for people who want to watch as a family. On Christmas Day, I was slightly surprised by their film selection. So I've decided to recommend Home Alone, Channel 4, 5.30pm, Christmas Day. <laughs> I suggest... Oh, is that slim picking? Slim picking. I suggest watching Doctor Who instead. <laughs> um, and then Boxing Day, you can enjoy the live action version of The Lion King on BBC One at 5.05pm. Not bad. I mean, I'm sure there is something in there for everyone. As long as you're under 25. <laughs> so, great. I think that's pretty much... Is that it? That's it. So, that is all from us. This is only part one of our Ooh. big Christmas bumper issues. Next week, we'll be returning to tell you what to watch over New Year, what you might have missed from this year, and whetting your appetite for what might be coming up. Until then, Merry Merry Christmas and... Happy, Happy Christmas, Christmas viewing! viewing. 